When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, it's the Lori and Julia Show. My talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Holly and Miss Shannon in today along with yours truly. I don't need to say my name. Hopefully you know it by now. If Tomorrow. not, you can remind everybody because it just That's rolls right. off the tongue. Right. Yes. Yes. We are celebrating Gift to the Max Day tomorrow by giving you a chance to kick it. Get it? Kick <laughs> it for our pals at Alive and Kicking. Uh, you can buy your way along to a concert and a suite with us. You can uh, bid on a studio sit-in with one of the My Talk shows. We will be doing that all day tomorrow. All of the shows will be doing that. And uh, I know the Lori and Julia show, we will have tickets on offer to a Katy Perry concert. Some of the other shows are doing Sam Smith, I believe. Yes, Sam mm-hmm. Smith. Wild and, Tickets. Correct. And what was the other one? And Lord. Lord. And just to note that that Katy Perry concert is coming up pretty soon. It's for Friday, December 1st. Right. Gotcha. So if you want to uh, buy it now at 3 p.m. with Lori and Julia, you just go, to, go on over to our website at mytalk1071.com and do that. It will cost you $150. Again, going to Live and Kicking. Nice. Right. Well, let's play Guess the Celebrity Voice because we got a couple tickets to give away uh, to what is the show, Donnie? Cirque Dreams Hall. Holidays. That'll be at Mystic Lake, and the tickets are for Thursday, November 30th, 7.30 showtime. All right. Now, we have been kind of stumped this week. Let's see okay. who Donnie has uh, chosen today. And I was like, really, what? And he goes, well, I know this woman, and she dresses up a miniature pony like a unicorn, and then that unicorn pulls a chiffon-laden sled, and your child's inside of it. <laughs> I, I, I think I know who that know? is, right. maybe, but okay. if you know who that is, give us a call, 651-641-1071, guess the celebrity voice, first caller to guess the correct celebrity behind that voice will win those pair of tickets, so good luck, and in the meantime, uh, Miss Shannon, we got to talk about where 13 million people watch Netflix. All right. According to a new survey of uh, 37 Netflix subscribers in 22 countries, 13 million users watch Netflix when they're in public bathrooms. <laughs> okay. So you're like, I'm on break. This is what I'm going to spend my break doing. I'm going to sit in the bathroom right? and, and be alone. So uh, I get it, though. Maybe, but not public bathrooms. I mean, that 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 means that you're making a commitment of sorts in a public bathroom. And you're sitting there. You need some and, quiet time. Uh, yeah. But is it that as the long place as where you want to have a line? Your... <laughs> if you're creating a line, then no, you need to move along. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> but if not. If you need it, you're in there and you have your earbuds in. Yeah. You need I, some alone time. <laughs> but that's, doesn't that make you feel a little bit better? Because haven't you ever gone into a public restroom and been like, why has that person been in there for so long? I always just think that they're shy. I never think they're... I, okay, I get yeah, what you're saying. Yes. I'm concerned that they're ill. Oh. Like, maybe they're not feeling well. They've been in there a really long time. Like, should I should I tap and go, do you need me to get you assistance? Oh, you're very do you like anything? Yeah, so I like I, I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. So now I know that they might just be catching up on a binge watch. That's true. And they want to escape from society. So, they so were they're just, gone to the stall. Right, so all day they've been sitting there and go, I just need to know what happens in the last 15 minutes of Stranger Things. Leave and me so alone. Go, right, so they go in there to just get their fix. 
And they, <laughs> I just always assume that people are shy and that they hear me go into the bathroom and, and then they're they waiting and, then, and they're waiting me out and then they want me to get done with my thing. But now I know that perhaps they're actually watching a, a Netflix show. Now, would you? Are you bold enough to go? Hey, what are you watching? Oh, this that episode is really good. Right, it gives you something to chat about. How do you know about? what I'm watching? Well, I don't know. <laughs> If you um, want to watch it enough that you're well, in the restroom. Well, this kind of goes along with my theory that I think that a lot of internet activity happens when people are in this particular location. Okay. On the Just toilet. in the restroom in general? Just in the restroom in general. Okay. I think it's a it's a contemplative place for a lot well, of people. I feel like um, it used to be you would hear stories like I remember when we were younger before that you had cell phones that were so amazing. Mm-hmm. You would have reading you were material just playing, in there. You were playing Snake on your well, Nokia. You know, I'm a little older than you are, so I remember you actually had to take a magazine or you'd have Uncle, like you'd Uncle have, John's readers. You'd have, yeah, you'd have re- <laughs> some sort of reading material in there with you. You take a book, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. I remember that my mom she gave us she get this is how crazy my mom and this is and this isn't even an old story. My mom gave me my two younger sisters these particular uh, religious devotionals mm-hmm. so she gave us these bible readers and she told she gave us all them to us two holidays ago and she goes put them in the bathroom because then you'll know you'll have to see them <laughs> so, <laughs> so honestly if you come yeah. to my house now I have this you, you, know, have, you bible have a library. day thing oh. that's in my bathroom so, because if my mom comes over I want to see look I put the bible thing you gave me it's in the bathroom like yeah. ask <laughs> enlighten yourself in more ways than one at Miss Shannon's bathroom <laughs> right. well we don't have anyone who has guessed the celebrity name we correct are you going to give him a hint have, we so, have nobody oh, I'll okay. give him this hint uh, okay. a, a lot of people are guessing Reese Witherspoon and Carrie Underwood and Miranda Lambert because they hear a little bit of a southern accent there. Yes. Oh, I thought it was Reese Witherspoon it is not it's this, not? this this woman was just imitating the voice of the, the man who was telling her about the little thing that her kid oh, could be pulled on. Can you play she it one is, more time? I will play it one more time. She is not Southern. Okay, so okay. forget anybody okay. Southern for this. She was just imitating the man's accent. Here we go. And I was like, really, what? He goes, well, I know this woman, and she dresses up a miniature pony like a unicorn, and then that unicorn pulls a chiffon-laden sled, and your child's inside of it. Okay, again, <laughs> no this person idea. is not from the South. She's a famous actress, not from the South. It is not Amy Sedaris. It is not Kristen Chenoweth. It is not (laughs) the Bruce Witherspoon. It is not any of those people. All right, 651-641-1071. If you think you know that celebrity voice, give Donnie a call because everyone's stumped. I'm stumped. Okay. I thought Uh, it was Reese. That did not help me enough. Yeah, so all right. Well, also some fun facts in the survey. Uh, 22% of people said that they cried while watching Netflix in public. Oh, yeah, I've never done that. No, no, no. No. Keep keep the emotions. Yes, I'm like in a nice tight ball when I'm around other people sometimes. I kind of think, I don't, maybe I'm not watching the appropriate Netflix series that make me tear up. Like, I very rarely watch one that makes me want to cry anyway. But that's just my path on Are you conscious of what you're watching while you're in public? Like, I would not pick a show that would be apt to make me cry in public like i just would, I, wouldn't I, I, wouldn't, no. I wouldn't choose that no. i would be concerned that i would show public emotion and then i would be really uncomfortable with it exactly <laughs> i don't want to do that like if you're on the light rail and you're watching netflix during your commute i'm not watching something that is emotionally jarring at right. all i'm watching no. something nice and light that yeah. if somebody pe- you know peeks over my shoulder there's nothing illicit that they will see and it's also not going to make me 
Because that kind of stuff, I yeah. feel like I need to pay attention to. Yeah. So I'm not fully engaged when I'm watching Netflix in public. I'm more just passively engaged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because I'm aware of the eyes that are around me. Yes. And the people that are watching me. And I'm conscious enough to be like, okay, nothing with nudity. No. Nothing with strong emotions. Like, how about we just watch some Seinfeld reruns? Yes. Like, so- I'm trying to think the last time I actually watched Seinfeld. I mean, not Seinfeld. Uh, Netflix in public. It's like, when I'm watching it, it's usually like when I have something like a hair appointment. Yes. Because if I'm getting my hair braided, I'm going to be there for three hours. It's a commitment. Right. So I might as well, if I'm watching something, then I'll continue the binge, mm-hmm. you know, while I'm there. But I very rarely watch anything involved. <laughs> right. Exactly. And also in this survey, 37 people have admitted to watching Netflix at work. I'm surprised that that number is higher because I think the key word here is admitted. Yes. <laughs> and there's no shame in the game. Look, it's the 21st century. People are watching things all the time. It's yes. okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Because Donnie, you're no, on Facebook. Do not have a winner. I didn't think it would be this hard. It is not Julia Roberts. It is not Kristen Bell. Okay. Do you want to give a hint? Let me give another hint. Can we give another hint? Forget Julia Roberts, everybody. It's not Julia Roberts. It's not Kristen Bell. (laughs) However, this actress did win an Academy Award. Okay. Okay. Can we play it again? Yes. Academy Award winner who's not Julia Roberts. And I was like, really, what? He goes, well, I know this woman, and she dresses up a miniature pony like a unicorn. And then that unicorn pulls a chiffon-laden sled, and your child's inside of it. Forget the southern accent. She's just mimicking there. Right. Okay? Oscar-winning actress who's not Julia Roberts. (laughs) Has she won an Oscar in the past decade? She has. Okay. In the past decade. She has. Okay. What is this, 20 questions now? Yeah, Donnie, we're trying to help. The phones are blowing up. I know, I'm going to go back to the phones right now. (laughs) We just want to assist them, assist them in winning. We need to help them because pretty soon we have to go to the third alert and then we might have to leave this on a cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. Because I, Shannon, do you have any guesses? No. Because I guessed Reese Witherspoon at first. I was like, oh, I got that. I'm not even close. I'm all like, oh, that sounds like a fascinating story. I'm glad that my son doesn't Okay, nobody's still getting it. I can see the look of distress in Donnie's face. You must feel bad. Acted to a corner. I mean, like, I thought this would be easy. Yeah, honestly, here's what I'm recommending that you do is that you go in Wikipedia, Oscar winners of the past 10 years, yes. and then by process of elimination. So it's not Reese Witherspoon. It's not, uh, you know, okay, so we could maybe, maybe it's Natalie Portman. Maybe it's Jennifer Lawrence. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know. Who I don't else know. This is one Oscar. I don't know. Oh, oh, do we have somebody? No, we. Oh, oh yay! Oh, okay, oh, all right. Oh, just, Donnie, a minute, just a minute. Just a minute. Oh, just a minute. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. I have a tendency to watch movies that don't. I gotta win make sure Oscars. she's there. Hang on. That's all I'm saying. All right. We're really excited because we think that all we right. have Kelly, somebody. Kelly, are you there? I am here. Right, Kelly. Kelly, let's do it one more time. Uh, that is the most calls I've ever taken. <laughs> Kelly, we're gonna we're gonna play the voice one more time, and you're gonna tell everybody who this is. And I was like, really? What? He goes, okay. well, I know this woman, wait, wait, wait. and she dresses up wait. a miniature pony like a unicorn, and then that unicorn pulls a chiffon-laden sled, and your child's inside of it. Who is that? Anne Hathaway. Yay! Oh, Kelly. Anne Hathaway. Congratulations. Yes, Anne Hathaway. She did win an Oscar for Les Miserables. So, Kelly, congratulations. Hang on the line. Donnie's going to get your information. Just real, real quickly, Kelly, what? Yes. how did you come to that answer? Uh, the very first couple words she says is kind of her voice, oh, right. and then okay. you said Academy Award winner. Yeah, that so. helped a lot. Okay. All right. All right. Hang on, Kelly. I'll be right with you. All right, Donnie, okay. we'll be right with you. Kelly, congratulations. And when we get back, back, back <laughs> uh, we're going to be with Elizabeth Reese Yay. and the Dirt Alert here on My Talk. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
All right, we have Elizabeth Reese in our Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, Holly. Hi, Miss Shannon. Hello, hello. And Donnie, of course. A hello. pleasure to be with you this afternoon. This is kind of an interesting little tidbit uh, from sources who are talking about Brad Pitt. So you tell me if you're buying this or if Us Weekly is just making stuff up again, okay? <laughs> they do all as the they, time. Yes, yeah. as they are known to do. That's their thing. Yeah, yeah. it's absolutely their thing. Okay, well, a source is saying uh, that he is fixated on cementing his custody agreement with Angelina Jolie. Uh, This source is saying that he is still determined to have a fully resolved situation for the sake of the whole family and that contrary to reports he is not dating anyone he uh, may have gone on a couple of dates but he is focused on the kids and things with him are in a much better place well they were yeah. saying he was dating like the princess of monaco yeah, yeah. That's grace kelly's <laughs> granddaughter i right. know which would be a pretty good catch yeah her name is charlotte Charlotte Casaragi or something. I don't know how to say her last name. I believe this. I believe that Brad Pitt probably just wants to get along with his life. And I want to believe this. I would hope that he was like cutting out the drama for right now and really working on this. Yeah, Yeah. moving forward and trying to figure out how to co-parent six kids. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Correct. Okay. uh, Paddington. Two, the movie. If you have any parents out there, if anybody who loved this movie, I thought the first one was so adorable. It Did was you girls cute. see it? I yes. laughed so hard at the first one. It's so cute. It is cute. It's yes. so good. So listen, the second movie is coming out on January 2nd, and it has officially jumped ship from the Weinstein Company in the wake of the Harvey Weinstein scandal. Warner Brothers has now acquired the North American distribution rights to the sequel. The company just announced it today. It will keep its January 12th release date in both the U.S. and Canada. Okay. And it is yeah. such a cute cast and such a cute movie. And you see in Paddington 2, apparently the bear in the blue coat and red hat settled in with the Brown family. Aww. And he works a string of odd jobs. <laughs> by, um, Paddington Bear does. Paddington see? Bear is mm-hmm. saving up for a pop-up book, Holly, in case you were Aww. wondering. <laughs> I think I saw parts of Paddington and I actually I liked it I thought it was really cute oh I bet you would like it you should no. watch it and it you is can really do this cute now Holly because mm. you can borrow uh, my kiddo and so you can come yeah. with us if you want to see these and oh, that's feel good. like you're so you can come with us <laughs> so Ooh, I mean I used to creepy go- lady in exactly. the movie theater exactly oh come man with us. Nicole Kidman yeah. was kind of scary in that movie yeah, she, yes. she played a bad person yeah she really did my husband said at one point he was like I really thought Paddington wasn't gonna make it the tension the tension I know it was alarming Blake Shelton people sexiest man alive. I say it and we'll move forward. Thank you. Yes, thanks. Yeah. Little clap. By the way, Colleen and Bradley, just shout out to them for really making me laugh out loud quite a bit today as they were discussing it. But Bradley had feelings. Oh my gosh. And the disdain and the real disappointment in humanity. (laughs) I mean, I get it. All of it. I understand. I know. I'm with them too. I'm more just perplexed. I'm just like, really? I just don't understand. I just don't. I know. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Miranda Kerr is pregnant with her second child. So congratulations to her. You know, she was married to Orlando Bloom and they have a little one together. Uh, But now she's married to Evan Spiegel and they are going to have a baby. Yeah, they've only been married for six months and they decided to go for it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. She's 34. Yeah, so yeah. have babies. Yeah, babies exactly. have babies. Yeah. It's, it's baby no time. reason not to have babies. Mm-hmm. No, the mm-hmm. clock is a ticket. And yep. if you were wondering who he is, he's the founder of Snapchat. And he is a younger man. He is only 27 and she's oh, 34. Oh, yeah, and he's well, a multi-billionaire, too. She really, mm. she married up in that situation. Like from, And you think, can you get any <laughs> yeah. better than Orlando Bloom? And then it's like, oh, let's bring in this guy. I feel yeah. like he not only is a, he uh, he's, has more money, but he is equally as good looking as Orlando Bloom. I mean, 100%. I know. Uh, yeah, he is a good looking dude. He's you know. totally good looking like He's i don't not know ugly no he but got orlando like the bloom. super smart and super handsome jeans yes yeah. and orlando bloom don't get me wrong i do think that he is attractive but he's attractive because i know to look at him he is not normally my type but he is sure. hollywood attractive this guy if he walked up and we saw him on like our dating profile i'd be like oh yeah this this, this beagle dude is okay. i just think orlando I'll bloom swipe. is hotter as an elf you know, yeah. but yeah. that's he because to, he's he the to, elf. Yeah. yeah. It's, be, it's the actions that make him hot. That's, that's why. true. If he was just wandering around, I would just think he was a dude that needed a haircut. Nah. But when he comes out and he's Legolas, I'm yeah. like, I'm all about See? it. Yeah. He swung oh down God. an elephant mm-hmm. trunk and then shot 16 arrows in 35 seconds. What I'm, I'm on board. What I'm saying is his hotness, hotness is contingent on all those factors for me. <laughs> that is true. I, no, yeah. you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, you guys. Next, uh, like, can we just arrange a time where I just show you pictures of men and then have this type of analysis going on? Oh, this yeah. Is amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This oh, is amazing. Gosh, yes. Mariah Carey has canceled her first few Christmas tour shows. She has a respiratory infection. Oh. Does she? Does she? <laughs> what are you saying, Holly? I know. Does she? No tickets sold? Is that oh. what you're saying? Or does she have a touch of the Mariah the Mariah crazies again? The, oh, yeah. Or the, a like, touch of the, she, I can't hit those notes anymore. Yeah. touch of the glitteritis. Oh. Yes. She looked a little messy on that mm-hmm. interview with Piers Morgan. She, she might need a little vacation. She mm-hmm. tweeted this out. Lambs, just in time for the holiday gift-giving season, it seems I've received a present of my own, a lovely upper respiratory infection oh. after last week's flu. Bleak. You know, there is nothing I love more than celebrating the holidays with my festive Christmas show, but I have to take my doctor's orders and rest until he says I can sing <laughs> lip sync on the stage. <laughs> I don't believe that one bit. I'm sorry. I'm being Sham. cynical. I don't believe it at all. But I- she ended the tweet with festive emojis, Holly. Oh, yeah. oh well, there we and go. I think well, she needs. I'm good with her resting. That's fine. You know, that's all fine. Go <laughs> if it's good time. for her. Look, I'm really glad that Mariah Carey got rid of her manager. Mm-hmm. I think that's a step in the right direction. Yes. And if she doesn't have her stuff in a group enough to do this Christmas concert, then for the best, because quite frankly, right. we have seen Mariah Carey not at her best. And if right. she is going to be standing in the middle of the stage and having people basically move her torso around for her, right. <laughs> Like which, we've seen which we which we have yeah. seen earlier this year. <laughs> yeah. So it's best. So yeah. like, if she is not up to speed, she yeah. shouldn't be doing it. If Mariah Carey is not up to doing a stair climber in her stilettos like she was in MTV Cribs, <laughs> right. then we don't want her. Right no. Now. We don't know. We only want that Mariah Carey. If she Carey. can't even be pro if she can't even be upright for an interview, then she does not need to be trying to oh, do yeah. a tour. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. If you are chase lounging <laughs> during an interview, yeah, I yeah. believe you. Maybe you're not feeling well. Go oh home. man, yeah. I love it. Okay, here's a reason to love Drake. Did 
did you guys see this? What he did when he was on tour in Australia? No. What did he do? So he uh, was doing a show and he stopped performing to scold a fan. So there was a guy who was out in the in the crowd who was apparently just going up to woman after woman and groping them. And he said, if you don't stop touching girls, I will come out there and bleep you up. And he said, I'm not playing. And he said, if you don't stop putting your hands on girls, that's what I'm going to do. Good. So he saw it from the stage, took a stand and said, uh, not at my concert. Yes. It's so good to see somebody making a stand like that versus throwing a Bieber and getting mad over something dumb. I know. Yes. Yes. 100% agreed. Mm -hmm. And Anna Faris seems to be really in love with this Michael Barrett guy. Her new boyfriend, they were spotted holding hands as they arrived in Venice. Do we know anything about him? Mm, He's a cinematographer. Okay. He's in the the biz. Are we we equating holding hands to in love with? I I, I think that's jumping the gun. Holding hands in Venice? No. And he helped her off Oh no, that was the other guy helping her off the couch. No, that was the guy in the striped shirt with that the beret was the doing guy. his job. Yep, not right. the boyfriend uh, guy. No. Okay, fair, fair enough. Yeah, I'll take it. Facts are overrated. Oh, thank you so much, Elizabeth. Thanks, guys. Uh, all right. Well, coming up next, we have a little bit of vintage scandal. Going to talk about Judy Garland. But before we get to that, we have the traffic with Kenny. Kenny being familiar with doing his report from Chase Lounge all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Oh, well, I had this story sent to me actually this morning, and it was published in the Washington Post, and it's about Judy Garland. And we know that Judy Garland had a very uh, dramatic life, to say the least, Mm. and she met an untimely death in her late 40s and the late 60s that happened. But this was something that I guess I wasn't really aware of, um, but it was concerning Judy Garland and her relationship with the head of MGM, Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, her movie studio, Louis B. Mayer. And so I was like, oh, okay, I had no idea. Now, we've heard stories. Now, I think that Lori told the story about Maureen O'Hara. She did. And Maureen O'Hara's letter back in the late 40s talking about how she did not want to work with men in Hollywood because they were sexually harassing her. Right. And she had drawn the line. Well, Maureen O'Hara wasn't the only woman that this was happening to. Many women were sexually harassed by men in power back in the golden age of Hollywood. So in this article, uh, they're talking about Judy Garland's biographer, Gerald Clark. And he was working on research for a memoir on Judy Garland. And he found that Judy Garland was working on an autobiography with the publisher Random House. And there were lots of correspondence about this autobiography that she was writing. And it was incomplete in just 68 pages. And I think that Judy Garland also recorded some uh, some tapes for this autobiography. And you can listen to some of those on YouTube. Okay. And Clark was really discovered or startled, excuse me. But what he discovered in these pages, he found that Judy Garland, one of the world's most famous actresses, was groped and harassed repeatedly by Louis B. Mayer, the famed producer and co-founder of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer Studios. So in the, he this I bring this to light because it does kind of remind me of a lot of the stories that we've been hearing oh, yeah. in, yes. in, in the headlines yeah. lately. And uh, 
the victims of Louis B. Mayer uh, include Marilyn Monroe, Joan Collins, and even Shirley Temple. You know, and it's interesting. I think Jessica Chastain, she was doing this roundtable for The Hollywood Reporter, and she mentioned right off the bat uh, the women of classic Hollywood being abused and Shirley Temple being one of them, you know, America's sweetheart. This right. would have been when she was in her early teens, I hope, yeah. not when she was no, such a yeah, child. Shirley Temple, right. I'm not sure, but it probably, I think it was like in her late teens, early 20s, because remember, okay. Shirley Temple, in the 30s, she was a popular child actor, one of the oh, most popular actors in the world. Box office, yeah, yeah. Right. number one box office. Yeah. In her late teens, she tried to have a career, but she it did. didn't really work well. No. She did a couple movies, one with Cary Grant, and mm-hmm. uh, that didn't really work out. But um, Judy Garland, in these notes, she said that Louis B. Mayer started harassing her around the time that they were producing The Wizard of Oz. And she was only 16 years old when this was happening. And Clark wrote in his biography of Judy Garland, uh, he said that having sex with female help was regarded as a perk of power. Female help? Yes, female help, because these women were considered, they were under contract to these guys. It was an expectation. It wasn't, yeah. The the culture at that time was saying, this is part of the job, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and Clark, the biographer, says, few women escaped the demands of Louis B. Mayer and his underlings, because you're right, Shannon, one of the perks of the job was Right. I'm surrounded by beautiful women. I can tell them what to do. Exactly. So he writes about the abuse of Judy Garland at the hands of Louis B. Mayer. He said, between the ages of 16 and 20, Judy herself was to be approached for sex and approached again and again. Don't think they didn't try, she said. She said top on the list was Louis B. Mayer himself. Whenever he complimented her on her voice, she sang from the heart, he said. Mayer would invariably place his hand on her left breast to show just where her heart was. Oh, my gosh. Right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Levy <laughs> Mayer. And she said, I often thought I was lucky that I didn't sing with another part of my anatomy. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. That scenario, compl- uh, a compliment followed by a grope, was repeated many times until, as a grown-up at last, Judy put a stop to it. She said, Mr. Mayor, don't you ever, ever do that again. And she finally had the courage to say, I just will not stand for it. Mm -hmm. So, thank goodness, Judy, she could stand up for herself, but, oh, this is what gets me. Louis B. Mayer's reaction to that. Yes! Standing up for her, herself, Louis B. Mayer, he cried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he cried. He said, how can you say that to me, to me who loves you? So he oh, was gaslighting yes. Judy Garland. Right. Making it her fault. And this is a pattern. Going, and, you know, and exactly. And I think that it's, you know, you, 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 you get stuck in this scenario as a woman that you go, hey, this isn't correct. And mm-hmm. then. It, you're pushed back on and you get and that happens enough times that you go, wait, am I the one that's wrong? Yeah, exactly. I, maybe you, I'm misunderstanding. Like you end up so off kilter that you again, it gets normalized and you go, OK, yeah. here's why I accept it now, because mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. Right. And, right? You're, and you're second right. guessing yourself. Exactly. And that, that's totally a tactic. And reading this about Judy Garland and Louis B. Mayer reminded me of the Harvey Weinstein tape, that tape that we listened to of that Italian actress and basically just him egging her on. Mm-hmm. And uh, if Mayer, he was the most persistent, uh, if not the most vile, another executive, uh, Judy Garland's biographer, goes on to write, Judy doesn't identify him in her letters, summoned her to his office as he had summoned so many others, more uh, more glamorous Metro stars. And eschewing any pretense of small talk, he demanded that she, too, have sex with him. He said, yes or no, right now, that was his style. Mm -hmm. And when she refused, she began screaming. And she said, listen, before you go, uh, or he said, excuse me, he said, the 
I will ruin you and I can do it. I'll break you if it's the last thing I do. Mm. Mm. So mm. it's just threat, harassment and threatening. Right. And all this stuff is it's just, it is pervasive decades and decades oh, yeah. yes. of this kind of behavior, yes. you know, and, yeah. and it, it's something that we're just, we have the privilege and we have the systems and the culture where we can finally kind of talk about these break things. Break all these down. And break it uh-huh. down. And break it down so we can build it back up. We heard this about uh, Daryl Zanuck, who was the head of Fox. And uh, the story is that he had a special four o'clock time in the afternoon where he would summon whoever he wanted to to his office for you know what. Right. Uh, yeah. Joan Collins was among those. And he, he uh, tried to uh, actually make her believe that she had a chance to play Cleopatra in that movie. Sure. And we know that there's no way he was going to cast... Joan Collins, who wasn't all that well known in a blockbuster like Cleopatra. Right. He was just totally yeah. manipulating Sorry, her. you're not going to get this role. It's Elizabeth Taylor's, duh, right. obviously. Yeah. Right. But he was led her to believe that, oh, you're in the running. You know, and you can't yeah. tell me no because it's one more shot. You know, exactly. even if I'm not going to get that, there's something else he yeah. can provide. There's mm-hmm. something else. I can't say no because I need this. This is my job. This is my shot. Right. And this is the expectation. And if you say, well, wait, I think that this is out of pocket, then the society tells you, well, no, you knew what you were getting into, right? You knew that that was part of it. Right. So why are you complaining now? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, again, we've been kind of coming back to that theme when we're talking about the subject throughout the entire show where it's the systems of power. Correct. You know, and, and hopefully that we are breaking them down. Now, interesting enough, this biography was, they were trying to develop this into a movie. And at one point, Anne Hathaway was attached to play Judy Garland. I remember Ooh, uh, rumblings boy. about this. Yeah, right. and this was all the way back in 2010. And Anna Hathaway told the BBC at the time that this is a very sensitive project because there have been so many stories about Judy Garland and they wanted to get it right. However, unfortunately, we might not see this movie because its producer is Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Oof. So, mm, yeah. yeah, we shall see. Well, anyways, right. just wanted to share that little tidbit about Judy Garland with you guys today. And if you wonder why it's so difficult to break down these uh, norms, yes, you right. see, it's not like it's something that started yesterday. Right. This is no. a generational Correct. issue and that we, I, yeah, bringing this story to show you that, yes, we have been dealing with this for decades and for generations. And I think that from a, you know, when you're, you know, when I'm talking to some of my male friends now where they're going, well, what do I do? And I, this, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just saying that you need to start listening and stop telling me that there's not a problem, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and stop bouncing back to what did I do to bring this on? Or why did I deal with things in a certain scenario, Mm -hmm. a certain way when you don't understand why you say yes, or when you're backed into a corner or some things, it seems like a choice, but it's not really a choice because you don't understand my perspective. Yeah, exactly. And and then that's one of those, uh, that's a point that I'm glad that we've been seeing those kind of perspectives in these stories, especially, you know, against the, the allegations against Harvey Weinstein. And you see how systemic this is and that there is no, clear under we got to work through this right yeah exactly so all right leaving you with that vintage scandal for (laughs) this afternoon think about that a lot to ponder there but when we get back we're going to wrap up the show we're going to go over some of our favorite headlines of the day wednesdays Welcome back to the Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. I'm Holly. I've been with Miss Shannon all afternoon. Thank, Thank you so you. much for yeah, hanging out. You. Thank you for letting me come hang out with you. It's been a pleasure, Donnie. It's a pleasure as always. Yes. Of course, dear. Of course. All right. So we've got, uh, I don't have a particular favorite headline of the day. I neglected my duties of the Lori and Julia show to <laughs> select. I know. Sorry. To select, uh, select one singular favorite headline nothing. of the you day. Got nothing? 
I didn't even think about it. Um, of the I things that we have talked about yeah, today. So what I... was the highlight? What was your favorite thing that we talked about today, Ms. Terry Cruz names alleged sexual assaulter and says, I will not be shamed. That yes, is yes, the kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, so I that, was going to use that one myself. Yeah, All right. So, that's so what I, I will concur. We'll make it a hat trick. There we go. And say we are glad that Terry Cruz uh, is speaking out. Yes. Yes. We've so. got a bit of royal scandal. Oh, dear. Prince Harry is in trouble for keeping his beard while wearing his military uniform. Oh, no. How dare he? How dare he? I gotta clutch my pearls. He was in London for a Remembrance Sunday service with a full beard. Despite no longer being a member of the armed forces, a serving military member of the elite cavalry regiment was quite unhappy. And he said, Prince Harry is letting us all down. He should know better. There's no place for beards in the Queen's cavalry. He should have shaved it off for such an important day. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't, it's lost on me. Look, it's 2017. Yeah, Let the yeah. man keep his beard. It's, it's very right. tidy. Century. It's not like he has a Jeremiah Johnson beard. <laughs> very trim. No Grizzly Adams. It's just so stupid. Yeah. No, give me a break. I, I know. Oh, what else do we have for You'll you? You'll like this one. I yes. like this one. Okay. At least, this is in the Huffington Post, at least Gwen Stefani. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Honey believes Blake Shelton is the sexiest man alive. Stop. He's perfect for it, she so says. <laughs> there, well, duh. Again, that's her job. Yeah, she yes. should say that. <laughs> of course she should say that. She's in right. a relationship with the man. Yes. Oh, they, I, yeah, ooh. Let's <laughs> the not way that start I, again. No, 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 no. We're not talking about Blake Shelton. Okay. That's the sexiest man alive. I was going to talk about Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani's relationship. I yes. was glad that I hadn't had to have thought about it for a while. Ah. Because remember when they first started going out, they were very publicist heavy. They would plant Correct. stories all the time in yes, Us Weekly, yes. People Magazine, yeah. and we'd have to read about them. Oh, I love so much. Well, now so we much have more of that. Yeah, like she's no. saying very adorable things like, he doesn't even know how cute he is. Okay, oh, Gwen, God. go to forget. Gwen, you're a grown woman. <laughs> Grow up. Twelve. Yeah. Uh, like, you're almost dope. 50. Come That's on. That's how in love I want to be one day. I want to be so in love that I'm oh. ridiculous. <laughs> that, <laughs> ridiculous in that, public. That Donnie and we Holly are like, Shannon, stop it. Yeah. You're so in love. You're gross. You're a grown <laughs> woman, Shannon. silly at this point. Stop it. Right. All right, let's see. Uh, will Amazon's Lord of the Rings series be TV's most expensive show of all time? Ooh. Probably. Rumor has Maybe. it that it's going to cost a billion dollars to wow. produce this series. Billion dollars, yep. How it's do fun. you justify I don't that. know. How, how do they re- get a return on That's that? what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I understand. Be some when you make, yes, when you make some digital hobby feet, <laughs> mm-hmm. everybody needs a pedicure and has so many yes. 11Zs and 12Zs lunches. So, that's right. Um, I don't understand. Whenever we hear one of these huge dollar amounts on one of these Hulu slash Amazon slash Netflix series, I don't. I agree with you. I don't understand how they recoup that amount of money. No, yeah, but I, think I Amazon.com. Think of how pervasive Amazon.com is in your life. Yes. In one's, in one's life. Well, that's mm-hmm. true. The, yes, the, but a the, billion? I know, but the Amazon video is just a part of the puzzle. They want every yes, single yes. person in the world to be a subscriber to Amazon. 
So if there's seven plus billion people in the world, yes. and then we all had a $99 Prime subscription, right? Yeah, and then, works, then yeah. the math works, yeah. and they rule our lives. Okay, well, then, <sighs> I'm sorry we brought it up. <laughs> I mean, I, hey, I've got Amazon I Prime. I just want to so. know. So do I. So do I. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, again. Jimmy Fallon is going to host The Tonight Show live from the Orpheum Theater in Minneapolis after the Super Bowl. Of course he is. Yes, yes. he is. And we perfectly, we, we of course expect Justin Timberlake to be one of his guests. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's in town, so I, why not? Yeah, why They'll not? do some lip sync battle, something or other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know about tickets. It hasn't yeah. been announced, but since it's a TV show, we're assuming there would be free tickets and you'll have to line up or get a lottery or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Kevin Spacey's contract. May keep Netflix from doing any more House of Cards episodes without him. Mm. Thoughts? I I am interested. Uh, talk about an awkward situation. Like, how yeah. do you go back to that filming environment? Like the cast. Like, but you, you is you it going to be him. like who's going to take the jobs? Like who's yeah. going to do it? Like yeah, you because know, uh, it's a you can't win. For mm-hmm. losing scenario. Right. You know? Well, he definitely can't go back to that set. Nobody would want him to go Correct. back to that set. Nobody wants to, him to go back to any set. I right. mean, he's being removed from a movie that's coming out in a month. Right. And his whole part is being refilmed by Christopher Plummer. I mean, Hollywood is over with Kevin Spacey. Well, I think the bottom line is, go ahead, make more episodes, and get ready to write me a humongous check. Yeah. Right. So we'll see if that's what Netflix so wants to do. Right. Or you, the series is over. Right. That's pretty much I, it. You know, I'm on the fence about what Netflix will do with this. I yeah. mean, I think that they could do either one. Just depends how big that check you is. Know, I, they I mean, need... write a check and have them go away forever. Yeah, but, but five seasons is enough. They don't really need to do yeah, it. Yeah, kinda, it, it was kind of, it was on the down downside of it yeah. anyway. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Ben Affleck is having Thanksgiving dinner with his family. And then he's going to go over to Matt Damon's house. Well, isn't that special? Are they all going to go get ice cream at the Brentwood Country Mart afterwards? Okay. That's just adorable. Yeah. And then they'll Facebook Live the whole thing. Here's what we do in our bros. Yeah. It's so Uh, cute. Zendaya is going to produce and star in a film about the first woman of color to graduate from the prestigious Vassar College. Oh, look at her producing Yeah, I was going to say, go. smart. Zendaya, yeah. Mm -hmm. Picture projects. Could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I love this. It starts with the Simon and Garfunkel line, Hello, darkness, my old friend. Justice League, their Rotten Tomatoes score, if you're looking for it, you're not going to see it. How do you explain? Oh, yeah, because Rotten Tomatoes is starting a new Facebook show, and they're withholding the Rotten Tomatoes score until they reveal it on said show. So you're going to have to watch it. However, people have been doing the math on their own, and this movie... Is probably rotten. Mm. Mm. I'll give you a report on Friday. Yes, please do. I'll let you know. Yes. All right. Well, Miss Shannon, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Donnie, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Julia will be back tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Job done. Off you go.